They say that special education teachers are a different breed. And maybe they're right, whoever they is. The fact is that special education teachers juggle so much every day, every hour in reality, that it is an absolute miracle that any of them make it through a week, let alone a school year. Between planning and teaching highly individualized lessons, preparing all the materials, providing modifications or accommodations throughout the day, corresponding with other teachers, parents, specialists, administrators, and planning for scheduling and writing IEPs, special education teachers are constantly buried under all the things they have to do. Something has to give. Something is going to get forgotten unless they can get a little bit of help. Today, let's talk about how a caseload manager can make a huge difference in keeping special education teachers both sane and on top of all of their other responsibilities. Hi, I'm Jessica Curtis of Teaching Struggling Learners. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, where we talk all about helping students succeed academically, socially, and behaviorally. Thank you so much for tuning in. Since special education teachers have so much to do, one important way that I found to help myself stay on top of it was an effective caseload manager. Over the years, I tried a lot of different things. I tried putting the due dates for IEPs and reavals in my lesson plans or my it, just in my calendar for the entire year. I tried using folders and binders and cabinet drawers to keep the dates and paperwork organized and in the order that I needed to complete them. I had checklists upon checklists, but still I just couldn't keep a handle on everything and always felt like I was two or maybe 10 steps behind. Part of being a special education teacher, I think, is always feeling like you're a little behind. But I wanted to feel more in control of the chaos that is special education. Finally, one day I sat down and I made a list of all the things that I needed to have to streamline as much of the paperwork side of my job as possible. I realized that I needed something that was all in one, something that I didn't have to input the same student's name and information over and over again to create tracking sheets or lists or whatever it was. It took me a while, but I finally came up with my caseload manager checklist. So here are the things that I decided that I had to have. Number one, the caseload manager had to be easy to use. It was important to me that the manager be easy to use and to implement. That meant that my caseload manager checklist included using technology that I was relatively familiar with or could at least learn quickly through the use. Also, it had to be software or something that I had access to right then. I didn't want to have to do research and buy stuff. It needed to be something that was familiar enough that I had it already. Number two, the caseload manager had to be something I could set up one time and just update it as needed. 
When I created my caseload manager checklist, I had several friends who had sheets or documents that they used to keep track of IEP dates, goals, accommodations, other things. The problem was that every time an IEP was updated, they had to redo the entire thing. That wasn't going to work for me because I didn't have time for that. And quite frankly, they didn't either, which is why they never really used them consistently. I decided that I needed something that I could put information into one time and it would be replicated anywhere else it was needed, such as accommodation logs of IEP snapshots or something like that, anything I needed to hand out. I understood that obviously when goals get updated, the manager would need to be also, but I didn't want to have to re-input everything that was the same, like name and birth date and accommodations that weren't changing. Also, I wanted something that I could carry over for the following year if I had the same students. Let me tell you, that made a huge difference when I was getting things ready from year to year. Number three, and this was the most important for me, the caseload manager had to actually make my life easier, not add another thing for me to do in my already hectic schedule. It was important that this would save me time and energy over the course of the year. I understood that setting up something like this would take time initially, but by the end of the year, I wanted to have a net gain on time for other things. So I added a list of things that I wanted the manager to make automatically to my caseload manager checklist. The caseload manager needed to keep track of IEPs and reval dates, obviously. It also needed to help track classroom and testing accommodations, as well as parent communication and consultations with students and teachers or other specialists. I wanted something that made lists for me to be able to create checklists as needed for everything, including paperwork, as well as IEP snapshots for all the students on my caseload. Finally, I wanted somewhere I could record the goals as well as the data from progress monitoring, and I wanted it to graph it for me so that I could really easily print that information off and send it with progress reports. It took me many hours to flesh all this out, figure out what I wanted, but I finally did create my own caseload manager several years ago. It has saved me countless hours, especially since it auto-populates my IEP snapshots for me. I created mine in Excel, and if you want to check it out, I'll add the link in the show notes, or you can check it out at teachingstrugglinglearners.com. For the version that I've shared, I've blocked the cells or the spaces in Excel that are critical to auto-populating information so that even those who aren't comfortable or familiar with Excel can still use it really easily. For the more advanced Excel users among us, <laughs> there's a more open version for them to manipulate. Just be aware, I'm not going to go in there and try to, you know, fix links and all that stuff if you've dabbled a little bit too hard and get confused. If you're looking to make your own caseload manager, I want to encourage you to spend some time really thinking about what would make your life easier and what exactly you need to get the job done more efficiently. I have another podcast episode where I discuss this 
and how to make your own caseload manager, and I'll link it in the show notes for you too. Until next time, may your coffee be strong, your students calm, and your caseload manageable. Bye.